hepatitis B is a viral infection that affects the liver and can be a long-term infection because people uh, can become chronic carriers of hepatitis B and be infectious to other people after that. What we're really trying to do with hepatitis B, though, is to take this viral infection that is seen commonly throughout the world and prevent it by vaccination and even eradicate it. Any kind of hepatitis can cause jaundice. Hepatitis A, hepatitis B, and hepatitis C are all known to cause jaundice. But the difference with hepatitis B, so they can all be sexually transmitted now. Hepatitis A can be sexually transmitted through oral sex, through fecal contamination of the skin. Hepatitis C can be transmitted sexually, especially among men who have sex with men and are HIV positive. Hepatitis B is the most common worldwide. In fact, it's 100 times more infectious than HIV. That's why people need to be aware of it and be cautious if they're sexually active and at risk. We have an alarmingly high incidence of hepatitis B around the world and in the state of New York, even among men who have sex with men and who are at risk for HIV, despite all of the health advocacy efforts by the departments of health to stop the epidemic. We do and have had an effective vaccine against hepatitis B, which people in the same exact risk category are at risk for hepatitis B. The efforts of primary care providers statewide to stop the hepatitis B epidemic which can be done simply by greening people and giving a safe and effective vaccine. The hepatitis B vaccine is now on the list of child vaccines, and the first dose in a youngster is given at birth. It has become part of the routine childhood vaccination series. For adults, we're still seeing a significant number of new cases, in general, we're talking about people who are at risk for hepatitis B because of sexual practices, be men who have sex with men, people who inject drugs, people with more than one sex partner. I mean, this is a, a sexually transmitted infection, and it's much more infectious than HIV. We need to think about people in terms of uh, sexual behavior and uh, begin to of vaccinate people if they're susceptible. Other people uh, who are at risk are household contacts with people with hepatitis B, kidney dialysis patients are on the list, and also people with HIV. That's a representative list. Typically, there are a series of three shots over six months, the second a month after the first one, and the third booster six months after the first shot can be ineffective in people with certain levels of immune deficiency, but usually it works even in men who have sex with men who are HIV positive. A single vaccine has been shown to reduce the risk, not eliminate it, but reduce the risk of hepatitis B infections. If you complete the series, it's a very good preventive tool, and it usually is effective for life, even if the antibody level drops slightly below the therapeutic threshold. 
The most common side effect, for example, is just a little soreness that lasts maybe a day or two. The problem in younger people is that the younger you are, if you're infected with hepatitis B, the more likely you are to develop chronic hepatitis B. 90% of infants who are infected with hepatitis B develop chronic hepatitis B. This is one of the reasons why it's epidemic in Asia and the Pacific Islands. It can be spread from mother to child. But here in North America, it, we're more likely to see hepatitis B transmitted sexually in young people and older people who are sexually active, especially if they have multiple sex partners. I also want to point out that hepatitis B can continue to live outside the body in genital secretions for up to a week. It can also be spread through blood products or sharing needles. If you've had one or even two doses of vaccine, that's pretty good protection. It may not last as long as if you had all three doses, but it certainly is a good start. And then there's an opportunity to catch up, even if someone is off schedule, to give that third dose. I'd rather give the third dose late than not at all. The other uh, interesting thing that we've used, and uh, they're going to travel to areas where hepatitis B is common, we've used the accelerated three-week hepatitis B vaccine schedule, a vaccine at zero, one, and three weeks to get people going quickly. Now, uh, the immunity doesn't last quite as long with that accelerated schedule, so the recommendation is that those people be given a booster a year later to provide that lifelong immunity that they would ordinarily have if they used the regular vaccine schedule. Most people who are transmitting it are unaware that they have it because they haven't been tested. I think that the one area is young people who may be coming in for pre-exposure prophylaxis to prevent HIV infection. They are ideal candidates for hepatitis B vaccine and should certainly be screened. If we can get people vaccinated, the earlier the better, then it's one less thing that you have to worry about in long-term management and prevention. Chronic hepatitis B can lead to liver cancer. You can tell all of that by simply doing uh, three laboratory tests to screen for hepatitis B. We can prevent cancer by vaccinating our patients against hepatitis B. And it's wonderful when we can prevent cancer so easily. I would just add to that that there are missed opportunities in healthcare and primary care settings where adult vaccines are sometimes not addressed completely simply because of other constraints dealing with other medical problems, time constraints. Think of doing hepatitis B testing and vaccination in primary care settings or urgent care settings. There are still significant gaps if you think about the 45,000 or so new cases of hepatitis B that occur in the U.S. every year, many more than that throughout the world, that this is really a good opportunity, prevents cancer, and it really moves us in the direction of eliminating hepatitis B. The vaccine is completely synthetic, and there's no risk of infection with the, with, by getting the virus whatsoever. It's completely safe and does not cause disease at all, but it does prevent it very effectively. And in a number we need to think about is that about 5,000 Americans die of hepatitis B-related complications every year, and that would include cirrhosis and liver cancer. I just want to stress that this is preventable through something as simple as a vaccine.